and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers. With a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moonen, and I am sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. Of course, the truth is God's word, and the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 On Truth Dealer Radio, today we are going to be discussing a controversial subject, Billy Graham. Billy Graham passed away this week, and someday someone will be listening to this show and that'll be old news. But this week it's a headline, and I believe there is a good reason to talk about the man, Billy Graham, and what he believed in and what he stood for and what he did not stand for. I am not attacking Billy Graham or his so-called legacy I'm warning believers about following after this man and getting into his materials, his writings, and his false doctrines. And if you're a person who is led by your feelings a lot, I would ask you to check your feelings at the door, grab your Bible, possibly a cup of strong coffee, and get into the Word of God and also into some sickening quotes from Billy Graham himself in which he denied the Lord Jesus Christ. That makes him an apostate. Now, let me just say, I'm not claiming that Billy Graham never preached a gospel-based sermon in his life. I'm also not saying that no one ever got saved at one of his stadium shows or crusades or whatever you want to call it, or by listening to him preach. What I'm saying is, is that his words need to be accounted for. His true beliefs, his true beliefs do not match up with all those sermons. Some of those sermons might have been okay. What happened after the sermon? Come down and go back to the Catholic Church? Go back to the synagogue? Were there missed opportunities for people to truly be converted when they were steered back to the priest? I believe there must have been, because why would you have... Why would you have a league of false teachers waiting to get these people that are coming forward to give their life to Christ, supposedly? You put them right back into the clutches of Rome and the Pope and the Vatican. That is wicked. That is the ultimate false flag attack, spiritually speaking. And he's going to be exposed Because this man, they're never going to stop revering him. And that's the first thing I want to bring out. Is this verse right here. Luke 6, 26. Woe unto you, when all men shall speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. 
Now, when the whole lost world, lost people, false prophets with the spirit of Antichrist, evil world leaders all love you and all want to send you to do their bidding, you might be a false teacher. And that's exactly what we have here. The world falls all over this man like he's the Protestant world's version of the Pope, like he's this godly man. I pray that you'll listen to what he really believed and have your mind renewed about when you hear this man's name. You you shouldn't think, what a God-fearing man. No, when you rewrite the Bible and you deny the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not a God-fearing man. You're not a godly man. You're a false teacher. And on Truth Dealer Radio, false teachers get taken down and exposed Graham preached a false version of hell that he made up out of his imagination. Here's a quote from the Orlando Sentinel, Florida, April 10th, 1983. I think that hell essentially, right there, he starts with I think. I think that hell essentially is separation from God forever. Pause the quote. I've heard that from countless lost people. Well, I just think hell is just not being with God. Well, it's funny. You you don't mind not being with God now. In fact, that's the reason why you don't want to repent and believe the gospel. You don't want anything to do with God. God could be drawing you and you're, you're ignoring him because you hate God and you love sin. I think that hell essentially is separation from God forever. And that is the worst hell that I can think of. But I think people have a hard time believing God is going to allow people to burn in literal fire forever. Pause quote again. I don't care what people have a hard time believing. I care about truth. The word of God is pure and true. The word of God, Jesus Christ himself, warned about hell, Billy. They love their sin. They know they're sinning against God deep down. These people that say they are atheists and they don't believe in God, they're truly liars. They do know there's a God. They just like to play make-believe. Well, make-believe ends less than a second after your soul slips down to hell. So the loving thing to do is to warn people, yes, there is a hell. You're in danger of going there. You're in danger of burning in hell. God loves you. He sent his only begotten son to die on the cross. That's why. So Graham, he wants to protect everyone and he wants to go along with what everyone wants to believe, well, they're, they're, they're deceived. They're lost in spiritual darkness. They don't, they don't know what to believe. They believe a lie. You're supposed to be bringing them the truth. It's a confrontation. Jesus Christ came to divide. Luke 12, 51. Suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth? I tell you, nay, but rather division. John seven forty three. So there was a division among the people because of him. It's a confrontation between truth and error. The spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit, God's word, the spirit of truth, and the spirit of error. Yeah, they don't know the truth. That's why we need to confront them lovingly and show them. It's a showdown. They most of the time do not want to hear it. They may not want to receive it. That's not our job. Jesus Christ said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. He didn't say, you know, some people don't want to hear it. You know, let's tone it down. 
Not really hell, not really, yeah. No, 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 no. That's a false prophet that does that. Speaking nice things, vain philosophies and deceit. It's wickedness. So let's go and continue on with what Billy thinks. Here's another think he has. I think the fire that is mentioned in the Bible is a burning thirst for God that can never be quenched. You know, this is just so satanic that I'm just going to leave it there. I don't even know. He's changing what the Lord Jesus Christ taught about hell. It's a clear teaching out of the Bible. Jesus warned, Luke 12, 5, But I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him, which after he hath killed, which after he hath killed, hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Billy Graham did an interview with Robert Schuller on the Hour of Power, May 31st, 1997. And I also just want to mention, Robert Schuller is another wicked false teacher. He promoted New Age teachings. He has a statue of Billy Graham. He had. Schuller is dead now also. He had a statue of himself and a statue of Billy Graham and a statue of the Catholic Bishop Fulton Sheen in his evil crystal cathedral. Yeah, so Billy Graham was on Robert Schuller's Hour of Power, and Billy Graham said this, sadly. I think everybody that loves Christ or knows Christ, whether they're conscious of it or not, they're members of the body of Christ. Now, I have a, I have a hard time even getting reading these quotes without stopping. It's just so egregious. It's so filled with lies. How dare you say something like that? I got a question for Billy Graham or Franklin Graham. Why did Jesus Christ come here? Why did God the Father send his only begotten son? to be born of a virgin, manifest himself in the flesh. What's the big deal? Oh, whether you know or not, never heard of his name, never know. We're going to get to why they believe this. I'm going to expose exactly what they believe and why they believe it. I'll get to my I think about that in a minute. I'll just keep reading this blasphemy. I think everybody that loves Christ or knows Christ, whether they're conscious of it or not, They're members of the body of Christ. No, you have to be born again. You have to repent and believe the gospel, and you're born again, and you receive the Holy Spirit from God. Then you're you're part of the body of Christ. And that's what God is doing today. He's calling people out of the world for his name. Well, see, this is twisted language. Yes, God is calling people out of the world. When he calls somebody that's a Muslim or a Buddhist or a just an unrepentant sinner, when he calls somebody like that, they repent and believe the gospel, then they're saved. Yes, then he's calling them out of the world. That's biblical. But that's not what he's talking about. Listen to how messed up his doctrine is. It's a false gospel. He's calling people out of the world for his name. Whether they, I thought he just said it doesn't even know if they know his name. This guy is a mass confusion. And that's what God is doing today. He's calling people out of the world for his name, whether they come from the Muslim world or the Buddhist world or the Christian world or the non-believing world. What? Like Muslims and Buddhists 
are, are believers in Christ? No, they're not. They're non-believers. Why is that a separate category? Just confusion. They are members of the body of Christ because they've been called by God. They may not even know the name of Jesus, but they know in their heart that they need something that they don't have. And maybe it's crack or heroin. Who knows? Who cares? They don't need to know Jesus, according to Billy. Just call out to the the force or something. They may not even know the name of Jesus, but they know in their heart that they need something. It's just like a Disney or an Oprah. They know in their heart. They need something that they don't have, and they turn to the only light that they have. And I think that they are saved and will be with us in heaven. Well, your think is getting flushed down the toilet. That is not what the Word of God teaches. And Billy Graham just proved out of his own mouth on that program, he does not believe in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ as it is written in the Holy Bible, the man is apostate. Let's just continue. So he's saying that they need to turn to the only light they have. This is like very Masonic language. And I'm not going to sit here and try to prove that Billy Graham was a Mason or a Freemason or anything like that. I don't really have to. What I want to point out is he believed the same thing as them. Because that's what this universalist false gospel amounts to. Reach out to the light. It's all one. Spirituality and religion. Just reach out to what you think and you know, and it'll work out. All it's all paths lead to you call him Jesus, I call him Buddha, whatever, you know, and do your humanity, your good works and everything, and follow the Pope like a good little slave. And yeah, this is what he believed in. Let me just read to you a tiny bit about the Freemasonic doctrines. Manly P. Hall was a very evil, wicked man that was into the occult and magic and stuff like that. You know, if there's ever a time when you need to stay up late at night because you have to go pick someone up at the airport or, you know, you got to work a late shift or something and you're not supposed to fall asleep, look up a picture of this creep. It'll keep you up for a while. Very creepy man. Manly P. Hall said this, The true Mason is not creed-bound. He realizes with the divine illumination of his lodge that as a Mason, his religion must be universal. Christ, Buddha, or Muhammad, the name means little, for he recognizes only the light and not the bearer. He worships at every shrine, bows before every altar, whether in temple, mosque, or cathedral. Realizing with his truer understanding the oneness of all spiritual truth. It sounds a lot like a reworded version of what Billy Graham said on Schuler's program. Muhammad, Buddha, it doesn't really matter. Just reach out for the light and you'll be saved. You'll end up in heaven. Sir Albert Pike, who was like the master mason psycho man, he wrote the Morals and Dogma evil book. On page 321 of Morals and Dogma, Sir Albert Pike wrote, Lucifer is the light bearer. Okay, and, and Freemasonry is basically the search for the light, the search 
after the light. So all this stuff ties in with the kind of language that Billy Graham was using. And you can't just say, oh, there's just one quote. This is the way he thought. This is the way he believed. That's why he led everyone to the Catholic Church. And he was soft on pervert pedophile murderers like Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton going, showing up, going around, patting him on the back, helping him, quote unquote. You know what would have helped him? The man needed to be shunned and rebuked publicly and shamed for his wickedness. Oh, but we don't we don't really go with truth. We just put on a big show and go to the White House and go to North Korea and get along with all the mass murdering dictators that allow themselves to be worshipped like God. We just go with the flow like a New World Order papal puppet while we sell mass millions of amounts of uh, books. When you're serving the Lord Jesus Christ, the whole world is not going to love you. The lost world will hate you. They hate the truth. They don't want to hear it. They don't flock to it. And history shows the man did not lead revivals. The world's going worse and worse in wickedness. His little crusades, some people might have gotten saved there. Not saying nobody ever did. But on a worldwide scale, on a scale for this country, this country is not falling their face before God. Billy Graham didn't usher in some kind of a New revival? No. I'm sorry. The facts prove that to be not so. The opposite is true. The country has gone into wickedness and darkness because of this new age garbage. So, just a tiny bit more about the Freemasons and how they they basically teach that Lucifer is God. And there's a book by Arthur Edward Waite. The Grand Lodges promote The Builders. It's a publication called The Builders. And in the publication called The Builders, they point people towards this book called The Mysteries of Magic, which states that Lucifer is God. In The Mysteries of Magic by Arthur Waite, on page 428, says this, What is more absurd and more impious than to attribute the name of Lucifer to the devil, that is, to personified evil? The intellectual Lucifer is the spirit of intelligence and love. It is the paraclete. It is the Holy Spirit. That's wrong! While the physical Lucifer is the great agent of universal magnetism. Oh, like the power of attraction? I don't know what that's talking about, magnetism. But, you know, they just called Lucifer God. Well, I'm here to tell you, that that's a lie from the pit of hell. Lucifer is Satan. Lucifer was filled with pride and he fell in sin. And he, he is Satan. He's the, he's the dragon in Revelation. And he's, his destination is the lake of fire. And when we come back, I'm going to discuss how Billy Graham promoted the Catholic Church. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. If you have any questions about today's program, please write to Brian at KJVPrepper.com. Visit KJVPrepper.com for Christian apparel worn to warm. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Billy Graham was the pontiff's puppet. And here is a quote from the San Francisco News interview given on September 21st, 1957. 
quote, anyone who makes a decision at our meetings is seen later and referred to a local clergyman, Protestant, Catholic, or Jewish. There's another stretch. Jewish, they don't even acknowledge that the Lord Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of God. I mean, even on a two-dimensional level, even on a, on a, even though the Catholic Church is apostate, and you have these points that they go through, there is some truth there that you can glean where a person can learn something, and if they pick up their own Bible, you know, they're not being taught that, that Jesus Christ, you know, is from planet Zorkon. They're being taught there are certain things you learn in the Catholic Church. They're not wrong about everything. The Jewish faith teaches Jesus Christ was a heretic. All kinds of wicked things they say about the Lord. Sure, hand them over to that person. Just go back to your synagogue and... Uh, that's not righteousness. That's deception. That's trickery. That's apostasy. That's being a fake. To stand up there and wave your Bible around and flail your arms around. Oh, oh, Lord Jesus. And then the people get down there. Yeah, go back to your priest. Go back to your rabbi. Go back to your uh, whatever cult you're in. It's garbage. Could you picture the Apostle Paul or the Apostle Peter rolling like that? How about no? This is a quote from Billy Graham, quoted in the Pittsburgh Sun-Telegraph in 1952. This is back in the earliest days of his ministry. Many of the people who reach a decision for Christ at our meetings have joined the Catholic Church and we have received commendations from Catholic publications for the revived interest in their church following our campaigns. This happened both in Boston and Washington. He's, he's bragging about it. He's, he's boasting about it. Listen to this. It's, it's all about numbers. It's all about doing the Pope's bidding. Continuing Billy Graham's quote, After all, one of our prime purposes is to help the churches in a community, as in Catholic churches, because he just got done saying how all these people are flocking into the Catholic churches. Cha-ching, ching, cha-ching. After all, one of our prime purposes is to help the churches in a community. If after we move on, the local churches do not feel the efforts of these meetings in increased membership and attendance, then our crusade would have been considered a failure. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't want that. Instead, how about if you consider what God considers to be a victory or a failure? I think filling the Catholic churches is pretty much a failure on God's account. Billy, you lose there. And you know that now. You know that now. You know that was worthless on God's account, Billy. Twice-fold children of the devil is what walked out of some of those crusades. People who trusted this man. He was a charlatan in so many ways. Because out of the stage, he was saying one message, and then it, all these other quotes, oh, you never really hear him talk that way up on the stage. No, he gave a nice fiery Baptist presentation up on the stage complete with some fist clenching and Bible reading and everything. But when it comes right down to it, 
pleasing the Catholic Church is what he's all about, and preaching a false version of hell and a false definition of who Christ really is. He's not this ambiguous light that everyone can find no matter what religion they belong to. Other apostate doctrines that Billy Graham went lockstep with the Pope on would include false baptism. In 1961, Billy Graham was interviewed by Wilfred Bockelman of the Lutheran Standard. And Billy Graham said this, I do believe that something happens at the baptism of an infant, particularly if the parents are Christians. Oh, I mean, you know, right there, you know, if you got Christian parents, it's like, you know, it's all just going to zap right into your soul. No, that's not how you're saved. (laughs) This is so sickening. This man was a Catholic in sheep's clothing. I do believe that something happens at the baptism of an infant, particularly if the parents are Christians and teach their children Christian truths from childhood. Yeah, well, teaching your children from the Bible has nothing to do with getting their head wet when they're a baby in some apostate devil cult. It has nothing to do with that. We are supposed to raise our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's what the Bible says. Not teach them they're saved because they, you you sprinkled some water and some oil on them and made them memorize some stuff from the catechism. And Let me continue with this quote. We cannot fully understand the mysteries of God, but I believe... <laughs> here, here he goes. It's just, you know, but I believe that a miracle can happen in these children so that they are regenerated, that is, made Christians through infant baptism. If you want to call that baptismal regeneration, that's all right with me. Okay, Billy, well, that's from 1961. Right right back into the early days, once again. This is not like a senile old man that got confused on Robert Schuller. Oh, I'm confused. I I can't remember the gospel. You know, no. This man has been sold out to the Vatican all the way since back all the way in the 50s. And he's continued throughout consistently. That's why all the presidents go to him. That's why all the world leaders let him in to their little cabals, so to speak. He lines up with the Pope. The Bible does not teach that children should be baptized. You're supposed to be baptized as a profession of faith after you're saved. It's obedience to the Lord. It doesn't do anything to save you. It's an outward demonstration of the death, burial, and resurrection. You're identifying with Jesus Christ, and it's symbolic. It's very important, but it's symbolic. It's not a mystical event, and it certainly does not bring regeneration or salvation. That's a wicked lie from Satan because that would be a works-based way of achieving salvation. I slam that down to the ground and smash it. That's false doctrine. Don't bring that false gospel around here, Billy Graham. Billy Graham preached false morality. Here is Billy Graham talking to Larry King. Billy Graham said, I would be for abortion in violent rape. Oh, I didn't know there was another different kind of rape. What is there, like friendly rape? Happy rape? I guess I must have missed that. So foolish. 
I would be for abortion and violent rape. I take the same stand that the Pope takes. The Pope. Like he's some kind of moral authority or spiritual authority. You know what the Pope is? He is a wicked false prophet. It is a false works-based religious system. It is Babylonian in nature. It is like the revived Roman Empire. It's all works-based. They've got a jajillion dollars worth of gold. They send their Jesuit spies to go and do mayhem and murder. They control. They, they start wars. These people are not Christians. They killed Christians in the Inquisition. They stopped people from trying to translate the Bible into English. Okay, why would you invoke the Pope for any kind of standard? And here you go. It's like murder's okay. Oh, if the lady gets raped, just kill the baby. Oh, I'm sure the baby really appreciates that. What a nice guy. But you know, you're on Larry King. You want to sound, you, you need to get right up there on that fence. Because you wouldn't want people to really think you're just against all abortion. I mean, it's just killing babies, right? Well, that's what Billy Graham said. Does that sound like a moral man, a God-fearing man? No, it sounds like a man that's got the Pope's hand up the back of his shirt, like a puppet. I agree with the Pope. Don't look at me. I, I agree with the Pope. The Pope's the one who said it. I just I'll go I'll go along with that. Yeah, it's a safe safe position right in the middle. The Pope said it. I, I'll just go with him, my master, the Pope. Because you can't have two masters. You know, God said, "Thou shalt not kill," and the shedding of innocent blood is an abomination to the Lord God. God says this in His Word, Proverbs. 6, verse 16 through 19. These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. And heart that deviseth wicked imaginations. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. A false witness that speaketh lies. And he that soweth discord among brethren. It just sickens me, you know, because the man is held up. Billy Graham is held up like he's, like I said, he's basically like the other arm of the Pope. And I just pray that people will wake up and look into some of these things that he taught and realize this is not godly. This is not Bible-based. So lastly here, Billy Graham has a false Jesus. And here's a quote. And I think Islam is misunderstood too, because Muhammad had a great respect for Jesus. Oh, really? Not the real Jesus. Because the quote Jesus in the Quran is not the real Lord Jesus Christ. It's a false Christ. It's a false Christ who is not the Son of God. So Muhammad didn't know the real Jesus. You have to ask yourself, how come Billy Graham couldn't understand that the founder of one of the most wicked religions in history, did not know the real Jesus. Why didn't Billy know that? Now, continuing with Billy Graham's quote about Muhammad, and he called Jesus the greatest of the prophets except himself. Oh, yeah, that's showing a lot of respect. That would be like if I said, you know, I respect Jesus almost as much as 
myself. Does that sound like you respect Jesus? Uh, No, it sounds like you put Jesus below yourself. Well, that's blasphemy. There's no respect for God there. There's no fear of the Lord. And Billy Graham said, and I think that we're closer to Islam than we really think we are. Maybe you are, Billy, because the Masons teach that Muhammad, Buddha, it doesn't really matter. Right? Maybe Billy was closer to Islam than we really imagined. That was that quote was from a, a Billy Graham interview with David Frost, February eighteenth, nineteen ninety seven. You know what the Lord Jesus Christ said? In Matthew ten thirty three, he said, But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. And the funny thing about Jesus is you don't just profess him part of the time and then say other stuff behind him, behind his back. Kind of like a two-faced fork-tongued devil or a two-faced liar. It doesn't really fly with Jesus because God sees your heart. God searches your heart and God knows what's in your mind and your thoughts. You see, he doesn't play these little games And he doesn't wink at these fake little fake Jesus things where you're putting up a Jesus over here, but then behind your mask, you're saying, oh, you can have Islam, you can have Buddha, go to heaven. That's duplicitous. That's, That's false. That is a false teacher. And my God warned me about false teachers. And he also said, not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord, will enter into heaven. It's not a shock. It doesn't matter how popular, it doesn't matter how famous, or or how beloved these people seem to be. In fact, that should sometimes be kind of a warning sign. He's not an old man that got confused and said a few strange things in his in his later on in life years of his ministry. I'm going to read an excerpt from an article I just found online. Billy Graham and the Catholic Church. It's from a Catholic website. Billy Graham's affinity for Archbishop Fulton Sheen. In his 1997 biography, Just As I Am, Graham mentions friendships with such prominent American Catholics as Fulton Sheen and Cardinal Cushing. According to Billy Graham, the two happened to be on the same train from Washington, D.C. to New York City. Babylon. Two important cities there. Graham was apparently already in his pajamas when Sheen knocked on his door, wanting to meet him, and the two became fast friends. That's just a little bit awkward. Although Billy didn't become a face of popular Protestant Catholic ecumenism in the United States until the early 1980s, it was all the way back in 1967 that he received his honorary doctorate from Belmont Abbey College, after which he joked that people might start calling him Father Graham. Yeah, that's really hilarious, Billy. That's a real knee slapper. This is a quote from Billy Graham's book, Just As I Am, his autobiography, page 163. Graham is speaking of a team of staff members and what their duties were in regards to reaching out to the Catholic Church. Quote, He would also call on the local Catholic bishop or other clerics to acquaint them with crusade plans 
and invite them to the meetings. They would usually appoint a priest to attend and report back. This was years before Vatican II's openness to Protestants. But we were concerned to let the Catholic bishops see that my goal was not to get people to leave their church. Rather, I wanted them to commit their lives to Christ. I guess that would be a false Christ with a works-based system of salvation called the sacraments. That's what Fulton Sheen, who worshipped Mary, believed in. And Graham knew it. From Billy Graham's book, Just As I Am, page 167, Graham describes how he began to draw close to Rome very early in his ministry. Quote, at that time, March 1950, Protestantism in New England was weak, due in part to theological differences within some denominations, the influence of Unitarian ideas in other denominations, and the strength of the Roman Catholic Church. In spite of all that, a number of Roman Catholic priests and Unitarian clergy, together with some of their parishioners, came to the meetings along with those from evangelical churches. With my limited evangelical background, this was a further expansion of my own ecumenical outlook. I now began to make friends among people from many different backgrounds and to develop a spiritual love for their clergy. Okay, How do you develop a spiritual love for people who are dead in their sins, people who are not born again? That's a strange thing to say. We love the lost. We love our enemies. That's not what he's talking about here. He's talking about fellowshipping with them, spiritual fellowship, reaching out to them, getting their help, telling them you don't want people to be converted and leave the wicked apostate Catholic church. That's a hundred percent disconnect from the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, where you do want people to repent and be saved. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. That's not mean, by the way. That's not mean to want people to repent and receive the true Jesus Christ and be born again, have eternal life, and have their sins forgiven, and have peace with God. That's the message of love. That's the true message of the gospel. You can't commit to a false Christ and have peace with God. Your sins will not be forgiven. You can't compromise. You can't drink of the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils at the same time. It's double-minded. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's not what Billy Graham taught. Billy Graham sadly taught what the Masons teach. And he said, I think everybody that loves Christ or knows Christ, whether they're conscious of it or not, they're members of the body of Christ. They may not even know the name of Jesus, but they know in their heart that they need something that they don't have, and they turn to the only light that they have. And I think that they are saved and will be with us in heaven. It's interesting because the only light the lost people have is the light of the Masons, Lucifer, Satan. Lost people are children of the devil already. They're already condemned. It's kind of interesting. The Lord Jesus Christ warned, But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, 
or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot. And this false light that the Masons have and that the Catholics have, it's really darkness. So I just wanted to bring this warning about Billy Graham because we are going to see probably months of tributes and shows and movies and miniseries and who knows. We know the truth. We know what God's word is the truth. And I would just encourage you, like I said in the beginning, wake up and join the battle for truth. And don't be discouraged. It's just a warning. And maybe we can share this with some people who are deceived right now, who think that Billy Graham has something to offer them in their spiritual life. So that maybe they can be warned and they won't get tripped up and they won't get deceived by his false ideology or by his false ecumenical gospel. Thank you for listening, and I do pray that you will share this show. If you want to support Truth Dealer Radio, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. I hope you'll tune in again next time. God bless you. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.